Hi, everyone. Welcome to God's Word with Friends, a podcast from Gospel Center Missionary Church in South Bend, Indiana. We're glad that you've joined us. My name is John Rennes. With me today is Pastor Ben, Tara, and Pastor Jim. And, of course, we're glad to have you listening. If you happen to have a minute to sit, you may want to open the Bible and Bible app to today's passage, which is Matthew chapter 5, verses 33 to 37. It's Matthew 5, 33 to 37. And Jim, would you open us in prayer before we read it? Sure will. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for your love for us. Thank you for your word. And thank you for this opportunity we have right now to study your word. And we pray, Lord, that you would bless us. We pray that you would bless those who listen to this podcast. And we pray that you would help us to all draw closer to you. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. So Matthew chapter 5, beginning at verse 33. Again, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, Do not break your oath, but keep the oaths you have made to the Lord. But I tell you, do not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make even one hair white or black. Simply let your yes be yes and your no, no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Today, we want to remind you to let your words reflect your true character. Let your words reflect your true character. And to get us going, I have a question. Have you ever haggled for a car? I'm assuming that's not to drive one, but to, Ben, you came up with the question, but to, to buy one. Yeah. 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 Have you ever haggled for a car? My kids haggle over who gets to ride shotgun in the car. Yeah. But I attempt to haggle for a car. That's, that's the way I put it. And I either get, I either, I either get sabotaged by one of two things. First, my wife wants the car so badly that the salesman knows that she wants it so badly. So I end up usually paying whatever he asks because he knows I'm not going to get away. Or I overplay my hand and I come off too hard, like I'm trying to play too hardball, and he sees right through it. And so it's like I'm not really good at haggling, but I try. To me, whatever the price says is what the price says. I can't say I've ever tried to haggle for it. <laughs> really? Yep. On a car? Yep. Well, I mean, I've only ever bought like two in my whole life, so. There you go. I've haggled for cars, yes, but my favorite haggling story is Missy. When we were in Bolivia, she had a, there was a guy there selling wooden bowls. Now, this is talking about haggling. And he said, and she said, how much? And he said in Spanish, he said, uh, 15 whatevers, limpas, I think they were. And she, and she thought he had said, no, he, he, she thought he had said five. But she, she said, so she's going to counter with 14, but she really counters with four. And this guy grabs his heart, and as they do when you're haggling sometimes, because you drop from $3.75 for a hand card bowl down to a dollar. And he said, no, 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 no. And so she, so she in, in good haggling way, she just turned and walked away. He said, no, come back, come back, come back. And so she, they keep arguing, and eventually she gets it for four limpas, which is a dollar. And I said, honey, what did you think he was asking for that? And she said, well, he was asking for 15. And I said, what do you think you ended up giving him? She said, 14. I said, no, you gave him four. 
And she said, oh, I feel so bad about that. <laughs> she still has the ball and still enjoys it, but uh, she feels bad when she sees it. Yeah. Such a hard lighter. I, I don't. I have to confess, I don't know that I've haggled over the price of a car. I, maybe I have tried once or twice, but I am a terrible haggler. Um, I don't even like selling a car. In fact, my wife... She stands next to me as I talk. She doesn't want to talk to a person if, the, like, we were selling a car once, but she will stand there because she's like, "You will give the car away before this is done," okay. and and she will. She has to draw a line in the sand because I'm just like, "Well, yeah, I don't want to jip you out of anything or take anything," but um, the, my price just keeps coming down and down and down, and she's like, "No, <laughs> this is the line. We are not selling her." I remember selling her car, and she said, "We will not sell it for less money than that." So. Um, no, I'm no good at haggling. I like the idea of the price on there is the real price. The problem is that's not most car companies. Yeah. They, um, they don't put the real price on there. No. So, but I would like it to be that way. <laughs> well, um, obviously, when we talk about haggling, um, in, in some way, we are trying to hide our cards, so to speak, so that we can get the best deal possible. But in this passage, we have Jesus talking um, about oaths. And we've said that it challenges us to let our words reflect our true character. And so what is Jesus getting at in this passage? Well, you know, I, the reason I, I picked this one is, one, I like it. But two, you know, like, whenever you start swearing an oath, like, it's like you're, you're trying to convince somebody that what you're saying is true. And that, it's like a guarantee. You know, I, you heard like a, an old 80s movie, I swear on my mother's grave, I swear on my mother's grave. You know, like, like people will swear by something that somehow validates what they're about to say. And, and I, I think God wants us to be some, wants us to be a people that we don't have to swear by something to validate. We don't have to give somebody confidence in what we say. We want people to believe what we say just because we say it. And, and, I, and I think that's a cool, that would be a cool place to be in with anybody, is if you could just say, this is what it is. And they say, yeah, because you say so it is. I just keep thinking of uh, the old saying, Crossman. Cross my heart, hope to die, stick a needle in my eye. You know, the, yeah. but when I was a kid, they used to say that to say, no, this is, I guarantee it. Yeah. Well, Ed Cole, a guy that was uh, uh, did a lot of work in men's ministry uh, some years back, he said, let your word be your bond. He said, if you say it, he said, if I tell you uh, something, if I say I'm going to be there at a particular time and I'm not there, you know I'm in the hospital or I'm dead because it's the only thing that's going to keep me away from fulfilling that obligation of mine mm -hmm. well the hard thing is I think that you know when we break our word it reflects poorly on us but the first half of this is our, when we break our word it could reflect poorly on God you know when we swear by God's throne well, I've never done that um, uh, that would be tough um, if you swear by Jerusalem or you swear by you know you, you swear by other things like there's that potential that it, it doesn't just reflect poorly on you, it also reflects poorly on God. If we're Christians who go around and say, oh, I swear I'll X, Y, and Z, and then we don't do that, which inevitably we won't do because, I mean, we're, we're human. We, we, we have a tendency not to be perfect. 
Um, I think we just run the risk of doing a lot of damage when we start swearing and, and, and promising things we can't necessarily guarantee. And I think sometimes we can just speak casually without necessarily having any intention of following up on what we say. Yeah. I remember I was, I was with a friend one day and he was giving me a tour of the place where he worked. And he introduced me to a coworker, and the guy was, oh, man, I'm so excited to meet you. Man, I'm going to call you. We're going to do lunch. We're going to get together. And it was so funny because as we walked away, my friend said to me, he said, don't ever plan on hearing from him. <laughs> said he says that to everybody. Mm-hmm. Said, but he won't follow up. And, and I think, I can even think of my own life, you know, as, as, just as we sit here and talk. There's times I'm like, oh, I'm going to take you out for lunch or, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'll take you to that ball game or we'll get together sometime and just we we can speak casually without speaking sincerely. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we're intentionally trying to lie. I mean, in the moment it sounds like a good idea, but um what you find is people that promise a lot like that, eventually they become like my friend's coworker. They develop a reputation of yeah, they say a lot of things but don't pay any attention to it. And I think that can hurt our character. Mm-hmm. I also wonder about, and this is one that I, I struggle with a lot as well, is um, exaggeration. It's not false, but it's not entirely true. You know, they everything gets bigger and more extravagant as mm-hmm. I talk about it or tell it. It's kind of like those people who use the word literally for everything. It's literally <laughs> the best food I've ever had. No, it's literally the biggest dog I've ever seen. It's li- I was like... No, it's not. You're just you're just speaking carelessly. Yes, and and I think that you're right. You can get a reputation for that. Um, you literally can. You literally <laughs> can. And I mean, I I think about the times that I've I've carelessly spoken to Pastor John. I, just the other day, we were. It was a Sunday morning, and don't ask me to do anything on Sunday morning because I will probably forget to do it. And he's like, Hey, can you? Can you put those commentaries outside my door that are in your office? Oh, sure, Pastor John, I'll do that. Five seconds later, I'm out the door and I completely forget. You know, it's just so easy to speak and not not necessarily fully take on the gravity of what you say. And I think that that's what this pastor speaks to is we need to, when we say yes, we we need to mean yes. If we say no, we mean to mean, we mean, we mean to mean. Thank you. Oh, I'm not sure what I'm meaning to say, but we need to mean it. and be people who mean it. Verse 37 stuck out to me when it says, all you need to say is simply yes or no. Because I think a lot of times I get myself into those problems where I'm a people pleaser. So if somebody asks me to do something, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. And before you know it, I've said yes to more than what I have time for. Um, so even just to, to be able to realize Sometimes you need to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's that's an area that I still need to grow in. <laughs> and if you're going to be saying yes, it might be good to have some post-it notes around. Because for me, I can t- I can say yes to somebody, and I can turn around and say, I know I said something to them, but I can't recall what I said. Because uh, I've got a lot of things going on in my mind or nothing going on in my mind. But, um, you know, I write down notes make appointments uh, know what you know where you're supposed to be and when you're supposed to be there and i do think um i guess it's backtracking a little bit but i think there is a slight difference between being careless with our words mm-hmm. and i think we should be careful with that 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 we should try not to be careless but there's a huge difference with being 
truly dishonest with our words, where we speak one thing. Sure. And and I think this passage, especially at the core of it, is dishonesty, not just carelessness. I think carelessness is an implication of what it talks about, but we should be people who are truly honest and and forthright in what we say, that people can trust what we say. Um, and well, this is I, I sh- I'll avoid a rabbit trail. What is life like that? <laughs> we could go down a rabbit trail. We don't need to go there. So um. We just want to encourage everyone who's listening today, let your words reflect your true character. Let your words reflect your true character. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed day.